are then a new series you are my hiding place it's a call to the secret place and it'll be meditations on the psalms specifically psalm 32 7 and 8 27 verse 5 31 verse 20 91 and 139 so we might be dodging around all over the place and to get the most out of this particular series, you will need a Bible, a notebook and a pen. You will also need a quiet space. Because this first message in this series is my hiding place. Psalm 32, 7 and 8 in the Tree of Life version. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from distress you surround me with songs of deliverance. How lovely is that? There was a popular Christian chorus some years ago, You are my hiding place, you always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. It was taken from this psalm, of course. It caused me to think, why only trust when you're afraid? But then I realised being afraid is something that follows us in life. It didn't mean the writer wasn't trusting at all times, just that when they were afraid, they set their heart to trust like an oven. Gas mark four and stay there. Though there are at least 366 fear knots in the Bible, fear is something that dogs us as human beings. David's psalms are full of cries to be delivered, to be kept, to be protected, to be helped, to be rescued, to be lifted. And he knew a thing or two. For a start, he knew God who had delivered him. He said, didn't he, in 1 Samuel seventeen thirty-seven, God had delivered him from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear when he was a shepherd boy. He was the one who intimidated Goliath with his confidence in what God was going to do and won a great victory. He spent a great deal of time alone watching his sheep. It gave him time to think, to meditate and contemplate, to look up at the heavens for one thing, which he says in Psalm 19 to declare the glory of God and the firmament which shows his handiwork. Sitting there at night guarding his flock, he looks up in wonder at the stars and thinks about his God, El Shaddai, the breasted one, the nurturer and sustainer of all things, the creator of the universe. And it causes him to speculate too on why God put such a high price, such a high value on man. Psalm 8, 4-7 You will already have discovered why you need your Bible close at hand in this series as we shall constantly be looking at it. But that's what it's all about. Reading the scriptures and letting the word move in us and on us so we come back to the main thing. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That's Deuteronomy 8.3. And Jeremiah summed it up in Jeremiah 15.16. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. One of my personal favourites, that one. Taking the scriptures in as food... So they nourish and protect us. Jeremiah got the hang of that. We find that they act like a shield and buckler 
as we take up the sword of the Spirit and stand by faith in the faithful one. As we do this, the water level in our internal well rises, our lives are enriched, peace is our portion, rest is our weapon against the foe. We discover it's worth taking things a little more slowly to contemplate and enjoy God. It has so many benefits. Not least, we develop a strong confidence and a fear of the Lord. Proverbs 14.26 Strong confidence, that'll be it. See you tomorrow.